everyone. I'm Julie. And I'm Jenny with a G. We're cousins and best friends. Who live on opposite ends of the country, so we decided to start a podcast. Welcome to Get Funny. <laughs> hi. I was... Thank you. Hi. I was just trying to say that we both had important things happening today that we needed to Wait. cut this recording short for. Obviously, you are going to see Beyonce. Yours is more important than mine no, yours is equally as important it's both important my question yeah. is the family downstairs right now are they all just being quiet together no 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 oh. first of all where do you think my oh yeah it's downstairs studio is? um i apologize i love i called this my recording studio that was cute um <laughs> the corner cute. of my bedroom but um no 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 um his parents are they start they're staying at a hotel and oh. so um they're like doing their own stuff today including getting a they're currently driving up to calabasas to get a cake that this is like such uh jenny coded behavior because they (laughs) somehow they learned about a cake that like tom cruise gets or something and they really wanted to get i know what they're talking about do you really (laughs) i do it's the fluffy one i truly know it no idea but we're about to have a cake for absolutely no reason um, they're they're gonna bring it. So I was like, "This is I such love a that energy." Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah. that energy for real. You would enjoy it. <laughs> uh, t- please tell me if it's good because I've heard about this cake, and I want to say it's a fluffy cake, and it uh, Tom Cruise gets it all the time. Even though Tom Cruise is a little, you know, look quite yeah, but. I haven't heard of it. I haven't even looked it up even after they told us that they placed the order. Like, they placed the order for the cake, like, weeks ago. They were like, we're going to pick it up on Monday, blah, blah, blah. I know. Um, And we were like, okay. Energy. Energy. about it, and, like, Tom Cruise is whatever, but, like, I will let you know, you and the listeners know how the cake is after I eat it, but just because a famous person likes something and chooses to make that thing, like, oh, this is the cake I always get doesn't mean that thing tastes good exactly i do believe that to be a true statement you're saying like because... famous people don't have magically um super refined taste buds or palates like some of them are basic as fuck and they never really grew out of that but so we'll see, but we'll I, see about the cake. I will say the day in which i was like can we go to daybird because oprah oh. got it that actually yeah. worked out because that was Daybird delicious. was very good. Yes, it was um, very good. But you're right. When it doesn't hit, you're just like, why do people like this? Oh, I God. There's so many places that... <sighs> there's a place in my neighborhood that's uh, famous. It's not famous because famous people go there, but it's like an institution. And there's always a line around the block. And uh, I'm not going to say the name of it, but people who live in Mar Vista or who know Mar Vista will know. I know what she's talking about. They don't have good tacos there. Everyone should know. It's bad tacos. Don't stand in line for them. One of the pickets I went to, they they were like, we're having catering. And it was from the taco place. I was like, oh, no. My thing (laughs) is. You spent so much money. I just. When it comes to Mexican food, y'all. My favorite is in the South. I just, I feel like that's where it's at. And I've enjoyed Mexican food in Georgia Texas, Alabama, not Mississippi. Okay, okay. But okay. the South is where it's at when it comes to Mexican food. So. Interesting take. It's I think it's different kind of Mexican food. Um, because obviously you know I've spent a lot of time in the South and then have lived in California for a long time now. Um, it's different kinds of Mexican food. It is. I mean, regional, and all the influence. I also do enjoy like because you know Richard lived in New Mexico for a bit. 
and mm. we spent some time there and went to El Paso and stuff. Tex-Mex is real good. I really do enjoy Tex-Mex. Yes. I like it. Um, anyway, enough about that. Um, or not. We could keep talking about it. I was just thinking about how like sometimes we try to go to places that have been featured on diners, drive-ins and dives. Right. That's usually and they're the not good. <laughs> Listen, I had yeah. a take about diners, drive-ins and dives. Cause you know, it's one of my okay. favorite shows and I do, I mean, it is my anxiety show. Like when things are bad, I will be watching diners, drive-ins and dives Triple just D. to chill. Triple D. Yeah. And then I realized something. I was really surprised because I found out that, um, you know, the star guy fury is um been involved in a little you know questionable political things but then Mm -hmm. i was like how am i surprised this man elected himself to be mayor of flavortown there was no election (laughs) why are you creating more government in all tracks and boy i tell you flavortown has not been the same and i just he really is like he doesn't bring anything other than his own opinions and now he's trying to push on us his kid like his kid has a refined palate who is his kid wait oh my god hunter his kid hunter he's been like on he's done like so many spinoffs now like not spinoffs but like the new episodes of uh triple b and yeah his son is accompanying him almost everywhere and then they did during the high of the pandemic they were doing like a cook from home so he was featuring mm-hmm. his son a lot hunter mm. he has two mm-hmm. kids i forget the other kid's name but i'll tell you Hunter's what i only kid. watch triple d when i'm in a hotel um, so Classic. i don't keep up and it's always like a rerun you know like it's, it's always a on tv yes. yes so i truly don't know any of the ins and outs but i did also learn recently that that mr guy fieri Guy Fieri was um, not. His name nuts. is Guy Fairy, y'all. I Let's know, not I know. Give him that much. But um, I thought he was. One, I thought he was supposed to be a good guy, but then apparently yeah. he's not. Turns out, but Keith Lee, I've talked about him oh, on here yeah. before. Uh, has actually, you know, a lot of people in his comments are like, he should have a show on Food Network because the places that he goes to, I mean. The influence is real. It's called the Keith yes. Lee effect and folks go there. And I literally want to try a couple of the places and I'm just like, I don't even, I don't even need to go there, but it's the pizza shop that I first saw him at. That was the first one I saw. I think it's mm. something in Frankenson's. Okay. And then there's like a Ma- Mamacita Pao. Mamacita is like a, a mix of influence of Asian cuisine and Mexican cuisine, and I love that mix. Woo! Mm. Love it. So, I'm here for it. For the guy, I mean, for the Keith Lee takeover of Triple D, I'm down for it. <gasps> Ooh. You call know, him, there call needs him to be up. Tell him. You should tell him. Call Sh- oh, okay. Sure. Hello. Maybe maybe we can elect Keith Lee the new mayor of Flavortown. <laughs> we can finally have an election, fair and free elections. Y'all, <laughs> the theme of this is better. You're going to see it come back, okay? Fair and free election. Ooh, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> so, how have you been? We're halfway through August, which I hate saying. Oh, it's and disgusting. we are. I, you, so, you sent me this TikTok and it's this woman talking to the camera, talking about the months of the year and yep. how they are siblings and how they're, what their sibling dynamic is. And she says August is an only child. Yes. Um, and I feel that energy. That, I that, felt it. I feel it. 
um june and july are like twins which i was like yeah of course june and july twins yes january and february also they they come as a pair yes she she calls them the (laughs) uaries they're cousins similar but not the same yes and then she what did she say about april and may i don't i don't remember now but but it's fine but yeah august they all tracked tracked, it made so much sense i was like yeah i i get it it completely august is its only is the only child and then child the burrs (laughs) the burrs september october november december yep they're all there's uh quint they come as a unit yeah quadruplets it is that what it is? It's quadruplets. But it was when so funny. Yeah. It was great content. That kind of content, like, and then somebody in the comments said, I don't know y'all, but like Wednesday and August tend to have the same energy. And I'm like, I get it without under, like, none of this makes sense, but I can follow it. I'm like, yeah. So I didn't see that comment. I didn't actually read the comments on that one, but I don't know that Wednesday and August have the same energy because Wednesday has the energy of like, Oh, you're still in the thick of it, but you know, like good things are coming. Like it's like, you know, it's it's hump day. You're about to be over the hump, and then Thursday and Friday, it's like party, party, party. Whereas August, to me, I always get the energy, and I think it's because of like the back to school thing. You're like the fun's almost over in August, or depending on where you are in the country, the fun has already been over because mm-hmm. some people now start school August first. Poor, um, poor kids, listen. I've I felt like this year the summer blunt, and next thing you know they were the back summer what oh it the blunt. summer blunt oh it blunt it blunt sure mm-hmm. and I and maybe it was because I was traveling so much in June and July, but I was like, wait, what do you mean they're back in school already? It's wild. Yeah, it's very jarring to see people on my feed being like, so-and-so's first day back at school. I'm like, it's August 1st. Especially because then I have friends in California and they don't start school till like after Labor Day. So it's a whole thing. Uh, it's, it's especially been a weird summer, uh, blinking slash blunking wise, because I've been on strike the entire summer, which is insane. Yeah. I feel like living in LA or living in southern california you always kind of feel like the year is a big blur because for the most part we don't have these defined seasons like other places do but this this summer especially has just been like wake up pick it existential crisis go to sleep pick it blah 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 pick it is there hope no pick it actors are joining hot people on the picket uh negotiations resuming no pick it existential crisis it's etc. Um, we did pass a milestone last week. We hit our hundred days of the strike, wow. which um, is as long as the strike was in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. So we have now surpassed that. So here we are. There's no really good way to pivot from that side. <laughs> so... Well, okay. Well, let's just so, let's just wrap it up. I'll just tell let's you. Wrap it up. Mm. Although bad. It's just going to get worse. I'm sorry. This is just what America what? has promised us. Wait, it's pretty why bad. did you? I thought you were going to say Mm-mm. something uplifting. I don't know. I went <laughs> that just to reminded a... me of like, if it makes you feel any better, I'm also yeah. doing terribly. Like, no? Bad. No, because I also, I went to a, a, con- a conference this weekend and I just was like, you know what? 
what are we doing? Like, that's just how okay. I felt. It was just <laughs> okay. All these things, these promises. I mean, the political part, we'll talk about it, but I'm just like, what are all these political leaders doing? They can solve these issues and they just don't. They just don't. Welcome to K Funny Podcast. Existential crises. You know, it's so funny. We're so it's funny. We're so, fu- we so funny. <laughs> Seat on screen is next, y'all. We watch a new film off of Amazon Prime Video called Red, White, and Royal Blue. Yes. We it's have brand new, been, y'all. It just came brand, out. Like on Friday, I think, right? Yeah, like literally Friday. Um, So... Because of that, we shouldn't spoil it, right? No, we shouldn't spoil it, but there are things you should know about it. So we won't spoil <laughs> it. But Yeah, we won't. But if you don't want to know anything about it, like, obviously don't listen to this. Right. Just fast forward, whatever. But if fast you forward. are okay with, like, some mild spoilers, you know, then you can listen. Yes. So yes. premise here is the son of the president of the United States who happens to be a woman, so we're already starting in fantasy, is is a heartthrob who falls for the son of the, well, no, falls for a a prince in the royal family, the British royal family. The British royal family. Henry is his name, which is very close to Henry, if you ask me. In fact, Prince Harry's real name is actually Henry. Yeah. those who know um <laughs> uh yes yes that so, is the premise that's the premise and so so how do we root how do we talk about it without saying mm, gonna, okay well let's just start with the like history of it um so this is based on a book of the same name called red white and royal blue came out in 2019 and it is a queer obviously if in case this wasn't clear it's a queer romance um i read the book when it came out and at that time because it so it does focus kind of heavily on and even in the book that it's more heavily focused on like the politics of it and stuff because um so the son of the president is also an aspiring like political uh player he's in law school and he has a strategy to win Texas, to turn Texas blue. Um, and when I read that book, we were still in the Trump administration. And I remember, especially with the like female president and all this stuff, I felt like, oh my God, this is such a like a fantasy, like such yes. a man. Um, but it, it was like a it was a, a good vibe, you know. But um I I I wasn't a person that was like obsessed with it. Like people who have been obsessed with this for the past four years were like crazed about the fact that they were making a movie of it. And they've been like speculating about it for years now because they announced this movie a few years ago. Good for them too, that it came out so quickly after the book came out. Cause I remember True, some back things in take the day, a long time. <laughs> I, we would spend years waiting for a movie adaptation of a book. I liked, I mean, it, it, it was, 2019 was four years ago, Jenny. I don't know if you... Yes, but that's so <laughs> okay, fast. Okay. Because, like, my okay. favorite book re- growing up was A Wrinkle in Time. I read that book when I was 12. The movie came out when I was 30. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's because A Wrinkle in Time was not a hot, like, 
A Wrinkle in Time came out oh, way before you were 12. Oh, God. So what? Wait, I think I was younger when I read it. It doesn't matter. All that it doesn't say, matter. It, it was still matter. pretty fast that they got their movie after reading their book. Yeah, it was. They did a. Yeah. Um. So I went in with very, very minimal expectations because I feel like, especially with these popular like rom-com books, the adaptations are never good. I'm looking at you, the hating game. Um, <laughs> that was not good. But this one, it, I think I was in a, maybe in the right headspace for it. Cause I had just started my period. I was very emotional and I was just like, let me, let me put it on. We'll watch it for the pod. I was pleasantly surprised by how they did it. Um, I think that it was fun. It was also R rated, which I was like, what? Yes. Um, spoiler, not spoiler. Um, a little heads up for folks if you're like, I should, should I watch this with my parents? You should not. You Don't should. watch it with your parents. Um, also, yeah, no, or your kids if they're too young. Well, certainly not with your kids, but um, I mean, I don't know because we will be bringing kids to movies, and I'm like, are you all right? Uh, yeah, I had no expectations. I didn't even watch the trailer. Oh, wow. See, actually, it's better that you didn't watch the trailer because I was trying to get Richard to watch the movie with me on Saturday night. And he's like, well, I'll watch the trailer. Let's see it. And the trailer makes this movie look so bad. And after the trailer, he's like, um, this is going to be a hard no for me. Um, <laughs> but his reasoning, and I don't think that it would have changed even if you watched the movie. He hates things that have anything to do with the royal family. He's like, I just can't oh, well, get into it. I truly do not care. I, like, you're not going to make me feel bad for people who have been born into this immense privilege and stuff and be like, boo-hoo, my life is so hard. I was like, okay, yes, that is a part of the movie, but I am able to be an empathetic person and recognize that just because you're born into these kinds of families, like, yes, your life is easier than a, almost 100% of people's, but it is also very hard because <laughs> you have- every single person. <laughs> you have everybody in the world invested in your life. And for this uh, fictional Prince Henry, he is gay and he feels like he can never come out and he can never live his authentic life. So him falling in love with, what's the kid? Alex, the Alex. the son of the president. Half, half Caucasian, half Mexican. Mexican. Who speaks Spanish. This was very Latino heavy. I was or, no, his, he speaks Spanish very poorly. I hate well, it every I time he said anything say. in Spanish. I will still mm -hmm. say at least he speaks it because there's too many people who don't speak it and don't even try. So I will not shame him for doing it, even if it was not great. Because I will only shame, I will shame the movie because this is just how, whenever there's a character that they want you to know that they're Latino or whatever, their parent is always going to call them mijo or mija. <laughs> always. And, and always just like use Spanglish incorrectly and it bothers me. I'm like, can you just... Can you just let them be, please? Uh, <laughs> there was yeah. all this focus on um, Alex, how he became, like, he's now the, you know, the president's son or whatever, like, or his mom is now the president. And so he's like, I didn't grow up with this. Like, I didn't grow up with all this privilege and blah, blah, blah. And so he looks, he's very, um, he has like a working class chip on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. He's always like, I'm working class. I grew up working class. And I'm like, there was absolutely no way you woke up, you grew up working class because- there's no Are way. Are you in America? There's uh, no people way. People don't yes. become president right. from immediate working class backgrounds. No. It's not like he went from living in a trailer to my mom is president. Right. That's I'm sorry, impossible. Boo. 
And on top of that, I mean, first of all, it was giving very Beto work vibes. Oh, yes. Yes. Is this Beto's story who is not Mexican at all? But out here, like, he looked, he got his height, he got his look. It was very much giving. Uh, and he kept saying, I am, I, I just want to be part of the people. I'm like, bro, you, you didn't even go to like public school. Relax. You're not part of the people. And then it well, was Well, he so went funny. to UT Austin, apparently. Goodbye. A, uh, uh, <laughs> goodbye. I mean, you still, this is still not about yes. the people. No. So he, um, the other part, which I literally texted Julie about this. I was like, what is this Southern accent? That okay, yeah, we gotta talk about it. Is using like Y'all, first of all, I didn't realize. Talk about it. I, I didn't realize she was from Texas until they said it later, and I was like, "Oh, that's why she has that accent." It was so terrible. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It was Uma Thurman. Th- Uma Thurman is a great actress, but this accent—who told her to do this accent? No, I couldn't absolutely not. It. I saw someone compare it to. Um, Daniel Craig's accent in the Knives Out movies, but he, where he's playing like a oh. southerner, like a Charleston, yes. like that yes. sort of, and which is not a Texas accent at all. First no. of all, so I'm like, you did you even talk to anyone from Texas, girl? What and is then, happening? And then what's crazy is that if we're if we are assuming that all these things are true, he, she is from Texas. She has this really thick accent. She met her husband from Texas. And then they have this child in Texas who grew up in Texas. Why doesn't he have a lick of any kind of Texan accent? That Not is even that is correct. <laughs> like he doesn't even say Texas. He says Texas, like a literal white consultant from DC coming in and telling mm-hmm. Texas people mm-hmm. what to do. Like that's what it sounded like. And he just kept saying, "We need Texas to win." Also, nobody is ever, I'm just telling you this right now, it was a 14-page memo (laughs) that they're going to base their whole political presidential campaign on. No, sir. It's not 14 pages for the state of Texas. First of all, it should have at least been 114 pages. Second of all, stop it. This is, we've got the real insight from someone who's been boots on the ground working uh, as a, a political operative is the word i was going to use consultant genius person who's done these sorts of things y'all she helped turn georgia blue she knows what she's talking about okay the the fact that the president's son who is in law school is like i drafted up a memo and it's my strategy to turn texas blue and he gives it to his mom's like chief of staff or whatever and he gives it to people and they won't read it He's like, you're not taking me seriously until finally they have to read it because he accidentally says something to a journalist and they're like, it's really good, son. We're going to send you to Texas. I'm like, you're it's sending possible. this person with zero, he has no experience wait, at all. Hold on. The worst part about it, that the plan. Stop. Yeah, what was the, the plan? Explain to me the plan. What was the plan the, to turn Texas blue? The plan was to register voters. Get my chair out of here. I am so mad. The plan was to rent Y'all. Registering voters is phenomenal. It's a great thing. There's a lot of organizations who do it. (laughs) But if you don't have a plan to get those registered voters out to vote, it's not guaranteed. So they were basing their whole plan on registering a million voters. Like, do you think that no one has thought about the registering voters in Texas? What are you talking about? Also, (laughs) on top of that, it's also 
quite a challenge to register for voters in Texas. They have made it very hard. They have yes. intentionally made it very hard in the state of Texas. So you're over here. This is your plan. Also, this is so funny because we're talking so much about the political part. The romantic part of this is Prince Harry, uh, Prince Henry, literally freaking out because Alex not only is now a political genius, he's also come out as a bisexual and his mother and his father have accepted him. And now he's heading up the political plan for Texas. Texas? In which queer people have been at under attack literally throughout all administrations and currently the governor who's there. Get out of here. I need you to do better. So when Henry says to him, I, you don't have as much to lose as me, I felt that. I was like, you know what, Henry, you're right. Tell that boy. The thing, yeah, it's hard because I think they, they should label this movie as just like a wish fulfillment. Like, which most rom-coms in general are kind of wish fulfillment-y. Like, it's supposed to be like a happily ever after. It's just that this one so specifically addresses like some of our current reality, but like just sort of glosses over it. Like, guys, winning Texas is just as easy as registering a million voters. Oh, wow. Thank you, Alex Claremont Diaz. No one had considered that until you, a law student at Georgetown Law, decided, let me write this memo for my mother, the president, because um, she's so stupid and she's just been focusing on the Rust Belt instead of Texas, her home state. Sir, if you don't. <laughs> if you don't, get your ass. And then all he's doing in every scene after that mm -mm. is not actually talking to voters but no. talking to the press as much as he can. My thing is, also, his connection to the press was literally a passerby moment that developed the rest of the movie. Are you kidding Ruined, me right now? Yeah, I don't... I... Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil it, but it was weird, and I felt like... With that journalist who we learn, um, this is not a spoiler, he hooked up with that journalist before he was well active in the political sphere or whatever sphere. Um, and the journalist is like super thirsty for a redo and keeps talking to him in Spanish. And I'm like, shut up, speak English. This is how I feel watching this. Speak English. You don't, no. this dude is not, re he's not reciprocating to you in Spanish. It's clear he that he did, prefers he, English. He did give him a little Spanish, but not enough. Not and enough. The man is, I mean, the, clearly he also doesn't take no, which I'm like, if a journalist is really about their business, they're not worried about this one source when they literally have sources all over the place. Right. Like, this is your yeah. only source? It was so Weirdo. weird. Um, but also, not to spoil <laughs> it, but I'm not going to. I'm going to be very quiet. I okay. don't like the invasion of privacy that happens later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> I feel like we. I feel like we could talk about it, but like, yeah. The she's the chief of staff, right? Yeah, I think she's, she's the, the chief, chief of, staff. of staff, or at least something very close. Yes. She just straight up walks into the bedroom of an adult man. A locked after, bedroom. After the adult man has said, hold on a second. Like, he answers her and she's like, I can't. I'm coming in. I'm like, ma'am. And then I'm like, y'all don't have locks on these hotel doors? Like, what is happening? Why would you not? I, I would be so, like, 
you need to be fired for that, ma'am. I don't care. Absolutely. I was nervous at first because I I didn't I wasn't sure if I liked the actors together. Mm-hmm. I thought that the actor who played Henry um for a bit was kind of like very wooden, like yeah. stiff almost. And I realize now that I... that was like his character. Yeah. But it, it it was almost like he was playing that too well. I'm like right. where it's it's giving dead eyes. Um but then I think it ended up being better. Like he Yeah. I definitely thought, I felt the same thing. I was like, this is weird. There's not really the chemistry there. And in like the first scene here, I'm like, what is, huh? How did we get mm-hmm. here? I guess, I don't know. Maybe it's just, you do have to suspend a lot of reality for a lot of this part, but it's just like, okay. And then all of a sudden the closeness and the almost mm-hmm. Romeo and Romeo-esque of it. I'm like, oh, all right. Seems like a lot. It's forbidden. They can't y'all be don't even, They don't even stay in the same place for that long at a time. I don't... I thought that that... I, yeah, so a lot of this... A lot of the story in the book is them communicating and getting to know each other via text messages and then later on emails and stuff um, because they live in different countries. I actually think the movie did a good job of showing that because um, I feel like a long distance sort of like any sort of long distance relationship is hard to portray on screen without just seeing people talking on the phone all the time. Um, so the way the movie like did it as like showing like the other person in that person's space, even though they're not really there, I thought that was like kind of a cool, interesting touch. Um, I think this movie had f- like the people who made this movie, the writers and director, it seemed like they had fun with the story and they gave it personality in a way that unfortunately a lot of rom-coms do not. Um, Like they had fun with the soundtrack. They made it like kind of poppy and stuff. I will say, I'm sorry, this is a mild spoiler, but there is a scene where Alex is throwing his famous New Year's Eve party and Henry comes and he's like nervous. Like he doesn't like crowds and he doesn't, apparently he doesn't dance so already I'm like, this is a red flag because Bad Bunny is on and he is not dancing. Yes, that is. And then, and then he can dance. Okay, fine. But then the song Get Low by Lil Jon and the Eastside Boys comes on. Mm-hmm. Classic. A song that is known from here to Timbuktu. Yeah, to This the man, the Prince, Prince Henry, who is presumably of the same age group and has not been living under a rock, pretends like he does not know the song. He says, he's listening to the lyrics and he's like, I'm sorry, did he just say, till the sweat drips down my balls? I'm like, bro, yeah. where is this your first day in America, or not in America, in the world? What the hell? Yeah. I just thought that was completely unbelievable. It had to, like, they had to choose a different song, although I did actually really like that scene a lot. Oh, gosh. I will only others say, only, only, only. Sure. This. Worlds cannot work with me right now. Okay. But <laughs> the fact is, let's assume that uh-huh. Alex is in the East Coast because his mom He's in Georgetown, is, yeah. He's in Georgetown and all this. Well, until he goes to Texas to save the democracy. Um, of course, yes. But for the most part, he is uh, traveling. He goes to England several times. But several times the British arrival is in the night and that would never happen because they only do red eye trips because of the 
the time zones. So that bothered me a lot of times. I knew you were going to mention time zones. I just they, did, like, they did play fast and loose with it. It was they like, really did. It would be like night here, but also night there. And I'm like, it's impossible. How is that impossible. working? And then at one point, um, Alex's like best friend is telling him to like go to London and she goes, well, you do have all those air miles saved up. I'm like, air miles? This is the first son of the United States. What are you talking about? He would be on like Air Force Two or some some shit. He would not be using miles to go to London. He would, to he see. would literally have a private Come jet. On. Get out of here. And then, then, okay. Uh, Y'all, yeah, I'm trying really hard, but there's one of those moments of just go, I'll be there as soon as I can. And it happens in seconds that it's still nighttime. Get out of here. Get It's still get nighttime. Here. Yeah. Get out yeah. of here. There's always, no way. Uh, you know, it's always night in England is what I've learned. Um, <laughs> it's always night. <laughs> it's always night. Except um, during this daytime wedding that they had. I cannot. And during the, beginning. the, um, the end where they are on the balcony. I'm not trying yes. to spoil it. But I was like. There's no way this would happen. Um, no, it's so despite stupid. Despite all of this craziness and the, it despite the fact cute. that it is like, it's a little Hallmark movie, but if it's rated R, which I'm like, great, that's the thing I hate about Hallmark movies, honestly, um, is how sanitized they are. I think this did a good job of like, you know, I, okay, my one qualm with the R rating, and I need to look more into this, but I feel like with the... Um, the like sex scenes that made this movie an R, if they were sex scenes with a heterosexual couple, it would have been PG 13. Yes, I do. That's think so. my take. And I think, and I don't like that. I, it's not the movie's fault, it's just society's fault. And I'm like, you know what? And <sighs> that's annoying. Because they didn't curse as much. No. Because no. they, they tend to give that rating when they curse too. Like, isn't it like they 13? hardly cursed at all, honestly? I think I remember reading or seeing a show once and it said, like, if there's 13. F bombs and it's rated R. If there's twelve, it's PG thirteen. Hmm. I think I saw it. it was one of those like I love the nineties type. Of, I was about to say best week ever. Yeah, best week. It was something like that. It was something like that. Well, I okay. mean, I still well, thought what it was did you cute. think? Yeah, I was going to ask because you had I, not read the book. You didn't know anything about yeah, it. What did you think? No, I thought it was cute. I uh, you you know I I was. I mean, maybe this is just logistic questions that at first I was like. I mean, if they are going to show these scenes, I think they need to be clear about safe sex. That's all I'm going to say. Like, um, but then later I did see the condoms. I was like, oh, that's for them. They did do that. Um, but I thought it was cute. I thought, obviously, it was interesting that Alex's identity came out as bisexual um, and there was not more exploration about that. Like, but he wants to be with Henry. And then Henry was like, still like, I, I am, but I don't want to say anything. So he was going to risk his whole life to just be by himself, even though he is the spare, which I thought was really interesting. I feel like those things could be developed a little bit more. But mm -hmm. I guess, you know, we talked a lot about the Texas part. But I do think that they talked a lot about the Texas part. Yes. So yes. it was less romantic, more political romance, <laughs> which also... There is no way that none of this would ever happen. Like <laughs> the child of a, a sitting president would not be used to do strategy outside of doing more surrogate work. 
And you're not going to spend all your time with a guy from England. Like, even in the beginning to get them together, that was silly. Like, no one's going to do that. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's let's come back to that real quick. But um, I just want to say that one of the big parts of the book, which I also appreciated, but it's a reason why uh, the book made me cry a lot, is because they do spend a lot of time on Henry's grief over his dad dying. Like, that's a mm. big part of the book. And Alex helping him through that grief and stuff like that. Ooh. And that's only touched on very briefly in the movie. Very and I get briefly. it. The movie would have had to be either six hours long or like a TV series for them to explore all the things that the book did. But um, I did think that that was such a good part of the book that if folks are, if folks like the movie, I recommend going back and reading the book. But um, yeah, so this, this happens very early on. It's not a spoiler. I think it might even be in the trailer at the wedding of Henry's brother. So like, the actual heir to the throne or whatever alex and henry get into a fight and end up knocking over a, a huge seventy five thousand pound um cost, cost wise cost wise because you know british people use pounds yeah. for their yeah. money and uh, stone they use stone for yes. weight uh a seventy five thousand pound worth uh cake they knock it over and somehow we are supposed to believe that this causes such an international incident that the president of the United States, her political campaign is uh, in jeopardy because right. this could affect her relationship with England and the prime minister and the deal that they were about to sign. I was like, that's a stretch. It was because um, it wasn't like they even punched each other. It was literally no. trying to help him take off some shit. What is it? Um, Subito icing. Off Frosting. Icing. Yeah. 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 Office off his jacket it was so stupid but they had to like craft this pr narrative saying like well they are actually best friends and because they're best friends they um hang out all the time and then they force them to hang out i'm like this is such a thin um <laughs> premise for right. for this fake friendship but whatever and then anyway. i don't want to spoil it but i feel like okay. i need to say something about the ending okay i also don't believe that if we are believing that these this is the son of the president and this is the the spare to the throne that their communication would be hacked so easily like it just doesn't make any any sense to me it, it and then the response to it is to remove their devices like it just doesn't make any sense to me i know i know that's the I, part i i've I been also... thinking about it yeah, it's like obviously you need a private server, <laughs> right? And but why would no, you be sending was... emails in the time of Instagram vanishing messages, WhatsApp vanishing messages, Signal vanishing messages? None of it makes sense to me. Anything, anything. Yeah, so. there's a, there's some parts that don't make sense, but overall, it's fun. It's on Amazon Prime. You guys should check it out, um, but not with your parents. And we should keep going because we talked about that longer than I thought we would. And Jenny's got to go see Beyonce and I have to go get Robin. And she ramen. has to get Robin. So we got to go. What okay. did you find on Alcor's internet? Let's just do one. So we're not. Okay. Let's just do one. Let's just do one. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do an Am I the Asshole. I was going to talk about the um, Montgomery River brawl. brawl, but that's been talked about. It's It's old now. It's fine. Um, this is a short Am I the Asshole. Am I the Asshole for not helping my brother babysit his three kids? 
No. Uh, my 33 female older brother, 40 male, has three kids under five. I myself have no children by choice. He and I were never close, but he is always asking for help with the kids. Saturday was a beautiful day. My husband and I had plans to spend the day in our pool. Okay, flex. At 10 a.m., he calls me and asks me to come over and help with the kids for an hour or two because his wife is going to get her nails done. I declined and told him what my plans were. He has a fit saying that I could come help him and then go home and still spend all day in the pool, which is true as he only lives about 15 minutes from me. But honestly, I just didn't want to have to spend the morning with his kids and was really not in the mood to babysit. So I again said no and hung up and had a nice day with my husband. Later that day, I got a nasty text from my sister-in-law about not not helping out. She was pissed she had to cancel her nail appointment. She pretty much called me an immature piece of shit for not helping. My mom thinks I could have just went over for an hour or two since it really wouldn't have messed with my plans and I had no real reason not to. Now I feel like a jerk, so I don't know. I thought I would come here. You made a choice to have children. That's not everybody else's problem. I just, you're not an asshole. Like, you, this is your choice, bro. You raise your fucking kids. How long's a nail appointment? An hour? Two hours? That's, that's Get the out of part. Here. Yeah, when I first no. saw the headline, I thought it was going to be like the brother had to go out too and this person was needed. Otherwise, the kids would be alone. But no, the sister-in-law was going to get her nails done and the brother could not be alone with his three children for two for one to two hours. That's crazy. I mean... You should... Both parents should be capable of watching the children full time. That's right. That's, actually, that's the, the actual choice you all made to have children. Right. <laughs> Nobody was right. in there coaching y'all to do this. And I mean, 15 minutes or 20 minutes or five minutes, like, no. Sometimes you just don't want to do stuff. Right. I just don't want to do it. That's it. Well, okay, sorry. Easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you looking forward to? Well, this Is it week, the ramen? I am looking forward to ramen. I haven't had it in a long time because it's not really a... We don't have it a lot in the summertime, but, you know, his parents are visiting and they like to have ramen and I love ramen. So excited for ramen. And this week, for the first time ever, I'm going to Disneyland. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. Wait. You never do. What? With the family? What are you guys going to Oh, my God. Are you going to no, dress up? Not, okay. No, I'm not going to dress up. Not with the family. Oh, wait. Are you going to pick thing. it? No, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going to Disneyland to pick it. Um, although now you have gotten me thinking, like, am I allowed to go to Disneyland? I am. I'm just not allowed to go to Disney Studio, which gotcha. is in Burbank, not in Anaheim. Um, no, one of my friends is coming into town for a conference, and she was like, she knew I was on strike and <laughs> not doing anything and having a time. She's like, do you want to come to Disneyland with me? And I was like sure i've never been i'm not a dream big theme park person like um there, there's a reason i've lived in california for 11 years and i've never been to disneyland it's just like not my thing but i'm excited to go and check it out and see if maybe it will become my thing maybe i'll like it a lot who knows so, i hope you do i mean because yeah. i know disney world's the happiest place on earth is disneyland the second happiest place on earth or do they just use the same tagline I feel like they have to use the same tagline. I have been to Disney World, but only when I was a child. It's been a long time. and I've been to none, land or world. Oh, damn. Okay, well, maybe I'll like it, and then maybe you can come, and we'll go together and become Disney I love that for you. I did, unfortunately, learn that, and I don't like this, Disney doesn't sell alcohol on the premise. Like, they have, like, only two 
places in the entirety of Disneyland where you can get alcohol and they're like restaurants where you have to drink the alcohol there. And I just don't like that for me, oh, a person who likes drinking when I do things. But apparently starting in September, they're going to start serving more alcohol in different places. I'm like, damn it, we're too early. Oh, but um, yeah, so we'll see. Where's Epcot? Is that in the land or the world? I think it's in the world. I, yeah, it's in the world. Because I know they do sell drinks there because people do videos. I think yeah. you're going to love it. I hope you go to like the the cute stuff and then like, you know, enjoy it. We'll see. I'm not going to go. I don't like big roller coasters. I'm not a coaster head. Um, so I will be sitting those out. I will be going on the ones for children and people who are weak like me. Mm-hmm. But um, I yeah. listen, I last roller coaster I went on was... April 8th, 2013, and I, or 2008. Do you I really remember that? Yeah, it was my friend's birthday, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I went on the road as a Superman, and like my heart was in my throat, and I was like, no. I would never no. do this again. And then I was invited in 2019 or 2018 to go to um, Cedar Point in mm. Ohio? Ohio. Ohio. And I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, it sounds cool whatever and it's a theme park i was like oh no 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 but i did do the little kid stuff and i did the okay. horsey race oh that was fun it's like a horse yeah. race and it was real cute so i'm i'm excited i i used to love roller coaster or like more than i do now i i'm i just don't like the going up super high and the thing mm-hmm. no but i no. have always loved a water park um i do love water parks so uh this is not that but that will always have a special place in my heart. Anyway, you got to go to Beyonce. Is that what you're looking forward to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to put my outfit on. I'm going to wash my hair real quick. I have oh, two hours before I have to get to my Before you go? I know. I just need to like get it right. And then, yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be great. And we're going to go. We're going to have a good time. And I'm really excited to see if everybody stays on you. <gasps> because they've won it now two times in a row. But Manny, this might be... <laughs> This might be my uh, confession or something, but Manny says he's going to scream during <gasps> that time. And no. it's possible I may have to punch him in his junk. Are you going with because, Manny? Yes. And he says he's going to scream. And I'm like, I swear to God, if you do, don't I, do I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't, like I, I'm going to have to move Does, away. Has he him. not? Okay. So, you know he what? He doesn't care. Because I've seen all the videos of the people who... Um, scream during that time or say something and everyone else is like shut the fuck up and I was literally in the comments of one of them last night reading through them and someone was like so do people just not know and someone else was like no these people absolutely know they're doing it on purpose so Manny is one of those people he's doing it on purpose I do not understand that kind of person just know that he might get punched because people are taking this very seriously my thing is these are the type of people who like when you tell them to wear all black they show oh up all white. God. Like that's the type of oh person this is. And so he's like, this is a great marketing scheme. I'm like, shut <gasps> up. Marketing. Yeah. Marketing. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to center myself. How is that a myself. great marketing scheme? How is it a For great- him, be so he can yell his whole business out when everybody's quiet. Look, but they're just going to punch him in the face. There's still time. Not, yes, there is still time to tell him that this is a great way I, I to get his business him. shut down. He, I he have will, told him. Do you understand that the hive will come after him and start leaving him negative Yelp Correct. reviews? If he's going to scream, he should not tie it to his actual identity because they will right. ruin his life. Um, No, 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 no. Wow. I, I will just, pray for him. That's 
And the thing is, I will say this. The only other thing I can think about people not doing it right is because in the actual song, there's no delayed music. It literally yeah. says, I think, I do think that that's a problem because nobody could prepare. But yes. since then, we've learned we should do it. Just, just be on mute. Just, it's five seconds. It's just that, like, not everyone is chronically online. So I do... I do feel for the people who genuinely don't know. And I'm like, I feel sad or bad for them. Um, Cause also this isn't like, I don't know. People are, are taking this a little too seriously, but I do think that doing it on purpose to like ruin a certain thing is like, that's childish behavior. But Oh, if they are giving out samples of the perfume, cause apparently they're giving out testers at certain places, make sure you get it. Cause I want to know how much, it, um, how, how it smells. So, okay. I'll let you know anyway. if I can. We're not going to get there early, though, because we know it starts late. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't. So. don't. But, um, All right. Have, have so much fun. Happy how it goes. I will. I'll send you pictures of my okay. outfit. Bye. Please do. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Get Funny. We hope you laughed. But if you didn't. We did. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we killed it. Crushed it. <laughs>